What's going on, film family? Before we get started, I want to talk to you about something, and that's Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Hold on, let me explain. First, it's free. There's creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more places. And you can also make money from your podcast. I know that's the part that's the part that everyone's going to like. You can make money with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's get to the show. You are now listening to the Film Frequency Podcast, hosted by your professionally unprofessional film critics, The Film Bros. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back for another episode of the Film Frequency. It's one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I'm joined by my brother, the Prodigal One, JB. What's going on, brother? What's going on, Hayes? What's going on, Film Family? Man, so we are here this week to discuss a fucking crazy-ass movie, bro. Um, <laughs> like, this movie, this film, the platform that we're going to talk about, like, I, I don't know how you found it, uh, but it's funny because I swear, like, after you... Um, brought it up to me and told me about it like there's been like a lot of like a notice for it going around like I don't know if you've noticed it but there's like a lot of reviews that are popping up for it in podcasting and everything so it's crazy but uh, I'm excited to talk about this movie you uh, you excited to talk about it yeah I, I really am man I really am I really enjoyed it we'll obviously break down everything but yeah I came across it because for those who don't know I've um, I'm trying to embark on this journey where I'm trying to watch 200 plus movies all with 2020 release dates whether it's wide limited streaming um, I'm not doing that great on that 200 I think I'm on, I'm on like 35 or something right now so I'm behind and then with all this shit that's happening it's gonna make it even harder however this um, film just came out on Netflix I think like two or three days ago so that's how I came across it yeah. All right. Cool. And we'll talk about it before we get into that, though. I just, you know, with like the all the movies being uh, postponed and the lack of movie news, like people are getting really, really um, creative. And I don't know if you've saw, seen this or not. I, I purposely didn't like tell you about this before because I want your actual reaction to it. So like somebody went through and edited uh, Batman's armor and Batman versus Superman to make it look like Iron Man's armor. And it's just like, these people have too much time on their hands, bro. <laughs> then on top of that, someone went in and added Wonder Woman to the final scene in Avengers Endgame. Like, this is, people are just oh having God. way too much time on their hands. That's fun, though. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about, like, some of the news that, well, at first, it looked like it was actually going to happen. Wonder Woman was going to go straight to VOD, uh, and it seemed like it, like it even showed up on listings on some uh, VOD sites for like two days and then uh Warner Brothers decided they were gonna pull back on it. I don't know if there's like some insider news on maybe the theaters may open soon or not, but what do you think that Warner Brothers seemingly was extremely close to releasing Wonder Woman straight to VOD, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four? At this point, not only for Wonder Woman but everything else, I think it's a matter of Perfect timing, because if they do have inside information and they do think the theater is going to be opening up within the next two weeks, it doesn't make sense releasing anything on VOD. Um, however, if this is going to be a long thing, like, you know, you were saying you're from Columbus, or, you know, Ohio, 
you guys are on lockdown pretty much until like April. If it's going to be a long extended thing like that, you might as well go on VOD because you need some revenues better than no revenue. That is true. That is true. Um, the problem. Go ahead. The problem. Uh, the problem that comes with VOD, though, is when you have shit on VOD, you risk um, shit being pirated and then being, you know, on the on the illegal streams or whatever, um, the black market streams. So but regardless, they're still on the streams anyway. So even when they're out in the movie theater, so you might as well, again, if it's going to be a long period of time, at least put something out on VOD. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, something it, it so like this whole thing with VOD, it just makes me think of like. Does this have a chance to like shift um, theaters and stuff forever? Because I, I say like they're always going to be blockbusters. Right. But the movies are now gambles. Right. No matter how much the studio puts in them, is it going to be a, a better risk versus reward thing to release it just on VOD? Because when you think about it, like, yeah, we may not spend 10 bucks to go to the theater to see something like New Mutants, for example, which I am. I'm just using that as an example. But if you put it on VOD. Sure. Like some people may pay 15, 20 bucks and all go over there and watch it together. A group of friends. And you may I mean, that's how cult classics were always built. So do you think that this has a chance to make any permanent uh, lasting effects as far as like the way the VOD is looked at? Um, you mean like in terms of VOD only or VOD is another another service? VOD as far as like maybe it coming out, maybe like something has, who, that only has a limited theatrical release also releases on VOD. And we see a little bit of that now, specifically yeah, I with think, like some horror films and indie films. But do you see the bigger studios now releasing movies that are going to be VOD and in some theaters at the same time? Possibly. I, I don't see that um, unless it's again something limited release. Um, but if it's something wide release, I just don't see it because it's they're losing out on revenue by doing that. Um, also, the theaters are not going to like that because the theaters don't make money on the tickets; their money is made on on concession stands. So you're, you're taking money away from the theaters. Now, I've always said I wish that there was some sort of platform where every time a new movie comes out. It's also available purchased by home. And I don't I will gladly pay 15 or 20 bucks a movie to watch a new release because it's the same thing I would have pay, paid in the movie theater. However, now instead of paying for me and my wife, it's just me. And number two, I don't get tempted with all that concession shit that's like way overpriced. Yeah. And also I'm in the comfort of my home. But I've only ever seen one thing ever to do that. And I don't even know if it still exists. This is maybe five years ago or maybe even more than that. And I'm going to after we uh, we're done with the show, I'm going to look it up and see if I can find it. But it was a service where it was clearly for rich people. It was $20,000 a month. And basically, yeah, every new released movie that came out, you got it streaming to this and they gave you a box and I don't know I how the whole I have heard about that. I have heard about that. But I, this was like maybe five, eight years ago, but it was like $20,000 a month. And I was like, what the hell? I was thinking more like maybe $50 a month. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see how like the theaters rebound from this. And there's like some talk that AMC theaters has a chance to like go out of business almost permanently because of this like they're losing millions of dollars a day 
um being closed so i mean it's that's hard to re 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 uh bound with and on the video i just dropped on the film frequency youtube page actually today i talked about the fact that that move like a lot of people have this this opinion that once this coronavirus thing is they're just going to release all the movies and it's going to be blockbuster after block it's not because the 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 release dates are picked very strategically by the studios to give themselves enough space from other movies that may have similar audiences because they try to maximize on their dollars and also there's going to like they're going to have to ramp back up promotion of these movies so it's not going to be and all of a sudden that's why you see something like fast and furious pushing it a, a year away off the rip like as soon as they announce it because they want to have a chance to really build that back up i'm honestly surprised bond only pushed back like six months or so because you know, I mean, it's James Bond. It's the last one with Daniel Craig. So they really don't need a lot of promotion, I think. But like the other things that are going on, like it's not going to be easy as all oh, the theaters are back open. Now all these movies automatically get to date set like it's going to take some time. And some of these movies may not see a release for a year, year and a half. Yeah. And even more than that, and even more than the shutdown, it's not the shutdown. It's the reopening. That's the issue, because the country is going through rough times at this point and and i think i think the worst is still yet to come so there's economic fallout from all this that's happening so after we recover and i'm sure we will eventually recover however if that's a week a month however long it is we will recover but after coming out of an economic crisis do you think everyone's like okay yeah let me go ahead and hit the movie theaters no people are not thinking about the movies people are thinking about okay where how am i going to put food on the table exactly. how am i going to how am i going to pay the rent how am i going to pay my mortgage how am i going to pay my 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 kids college tuition? whatever the case is so those things that are that are um more kind of wants and recreational are going to be on the back burner for a little while until everything picks back itself up you know yeah and then there's also going to be some people even though like let's say they announce tomorrow uh, coronavirus is at a, a at a minimum. We pretty much got it out of hand. Uh, People still gonna be scared. Back up. People are gonna still be, yeah, are gonna be scared to go back out in public and just act like this. This is going to have effects on like the American psyche. Uh, well, worldwide, it's not just Americans for quite a while. It's gonna be a while before life just returns back to normal. So, um, it's it's just gonna be interesting to watch. And like both of us, like I know you play the stock market. I've worked in finance forever. It's just gonna be interesting to see like what is the long-term economic effects of this and people losing their retirement because the stock market's going down. Like 401ks are like 401ks. Poof, don't even look at you. Note to self or to anyone listening. If you have 401k, don't even open that envelope. Honestly, like six months, like six to eight months. Yeah. Don't even, don't even look at your 401k. Cause it's just going to depress you. And then like the people who are rushing to take it out, it's like, no, don't do that. Cause like, do not do that. Then you're accepting the loss It's going like the, it's going to eventually pick back up how long that takes. I don't know. I can't say, but it's going to eventually pick back up. So you guys just got to just got to deal with it and just not look at gotta it. Wait it out. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't look at it. But we are getting off on a whole entire tangent. I know. Uh, I was about to start talking uh, about like day traders. Exactly. Like way off the and that's part of the reason why we can literally sit here and do this podcast forever on anything because we can find anything to talk about. But we do need to talk about this film, The Platform. There are three kinds of people. The ones above. The ones below. And the ones who fall. So this is, uh... The pit. Bingo. Mr. Chimagasi, do you know how this all works? It's obvious. We must eat. What will it be? Whatever the ones above don't want. Mm. 
disgusting. How many are below us? Soon there will be less. Was that a person? Obviously it was a person. Nobody's gonna do anything! If everybody ate only what they needed, the food would get to the lowest level. Help me go down. Down a suicide. Hunger will drive you mad. You have a big heart, but honestly, I don't think you'll survive for long. Yes, uh, a foreign language film uh, that's dubbed in English. If you watch it on uh, Netflix, I, bro, what I will say about this movie just before we get into the details of it, I haven't been this freaked out but also not able to turn away from a horror movie in a very very long time so let's let's rewind for a second so we're brothers we've known each other forever now i told you about this film and i was like hey you got to watch this it's disturbing what was your in without even watching seeing what the summary is nothing what was your initial reaction so it's so this is my rea when when normal people say it's disturbing i'm like okay it's probably not that bad but when somebody who I know loves horror movies like I do says that something is disturbing, it's like, I still want to see it, but I go in like I have to prepare myself mentally for how disturbed I'm about to be. I think I even told you don't eat, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you did. Or, you said don't uh, yeah, eat. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you want to start, man? You I, wanna, I, you so get I guess we can start with the premise. So the premise of yes. this movie um, is that they are in a jail, I guess for a better lack of words, they're in a jail or confined somewhere. Um, and there are a hundred different floors. I can't remember how many floors they end up finding. Well, at the beginning, we don't know how many floors there are. In reality, there's 333 okay. floors. Uh, so, 334 if you count the floor zero. Yeah, okay. And so the way that it works is that um, every 30 days, they switch to a different floor. That doesn't sound so bad. But the thing that makes it bad is there's a platform of food that descends to every floor and it gets so like floor one gets the best right floor two gets the leftovers from floor one and it gets progressively and progressively worse and less and less as this thing descends to, to all the levels of the platform and on top of that our main character is someone who voluntarily went in there for a degree a college degree which is just crazy um but they've all they've all voluntarily gone here. There, there are, I thought someone was sent, so maybe that's my mistake. Yeah, so it's not necessarily a jail, but think about it. It's a place that you go there to get brownie points, if you want to call it that. So our main character went there because he for six months and he wants to get an accredited diploma. We also meet another character who we'll get into who um, I believe he murdered somebody and it was either he gets jail or he, one year in this confinement and then he gets out. Um, so there's, if you want something, you know, something in this world, mm -hmm. they can grant you that wish basically 
and they'll tell you what the terms are in terms of you know duration and stuff like that to take process in this experiment. And so it's it, it it's so that is alone like restricting food from somebody is always going to be something right that gets the human psyche going. But then there are other levels to this. Like his initial cellmate basically randomly, yeah you have a cellmate yeah ties him up. Uh, and tries to kill him and so like this and there's a woman in there that's looking for her daughter which we don't know if there's actually a kid there or not for the majority of this movie um it's just it, it's a really it's so many different uh, not to be uh uh to, to have a pun or whatever there's so many levels to this movie right um but what, what did you think about it overall yeah, I mean, just the, first of all, the concept, whoever thought of this is number one, fucking sick. And number two, they're freaking brilliant because yeah. it's a great concept. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, you see the main character and um, his first cellmate. It's an older guy who's been in there for about nine or ten months. Um, he's on a 12 month bid, basically. And they're on when the sh the movie starts. They're on level forty eight. So when this table or like you said, this platform comes down, there's a lot of kind of garbage i mean it's still food but it's like all kind of like you know there's like like spitting it and it's just but the, the older guy he's just going in on that food like it's thanksgiving mm -hmm. and the other guy this is like his first day he's like oh i'm not eating this he doesn't even eat anything he takes an apple yeah oh he took an apple okay yeah. so yeah he just took an apple and then you come to learn like hey you got to take what you can get because it like like he said in 30 days you don't know where you're going to be and i my first thought was like just save save food for like ration, save some and ration out. But you found out if you take any food off the plate uh, off the table and you keep it, they'll freeze you out. They could freeze you out or burn up the room. So you'll eventually die if you do that because it's a form of cheating. But he goes from level forty eight. And then they wake up on level 133, and like he said, when he wakes up, he's tied up because there's another part to this that we haven't talked about yet. Because now, let's say you were on level, you know. 80 something you're not getting any food by the time that gets to you okay but you could maybe hold out 30 days without eating one can survive 30 days without eating now let's say the 30 days hits now and you switch to level 95 that's another 30 days you're going on food you're dying yeah so the only form of food you have is which what happens when they wake up in the second part level 133 is eat your cellmate and the main character is tied up and the guy's like, listen, I'm not going to, like, kill you. I'm just going to take little morsels of your flesh. And on top of all that, he's like, don't worry, I'll feed you some, too. <laughs> it's it's, it's And, like, hearing that described, people would automatically think, like, torture porn-esque. And it's not that at all. No. Like, I, I want to make sure that I make that clear. There's not a, a lick of torture porn or anything in this movie. Um, and so it's like... I don't know, like it's such a, a breakdown of the human psyche and how important food is, right? And what it can do to people. And so like, and his when his first cellmate has him locked up, the woman that I mentioned before who is looking for a child that we don't know if is actually in the, in the platform or not, um, saves him. And then like we get all these weird scenes of her like nursing him back to health and like, it's just weird and you're looking at it and you're like, why would somebody do this? It's actually explained later in the movie. And then his next cellmate is actually the lady that he interviewed with to get in the platform. And I can't remember the reason why she was there, but she brought her dog. Um, it's, it's just crazy. And so she like, didn't think it was as bad as what it was. So you see her trying to rationalize it. And she's like yelling to the people below her. I've prepared two portions for you. 
prepared two similar portions for the people below you and they're like yeah lady shut the fuck up we're trying exactly. to eat um and then eventually like uh the main character he gets behind it and he like yells down like i will shit all over your food if you don't listen to this woman um and that's when it starts we start switching right it starts switching from like a psychological thriller type like horror type thing until like now it's this thing of okay how can we get people on board until he gets to his next cellmate who i forgot the name of the black guy forgive me i think his name was barat or something and then so they have now this they eventually cook up this idea of descending and sending a message to the people who are doing it by saving a part of food like and before that like him that scene when he tries to climb out with the rope and the lady shits on his face bro i lost my shit me literally <laughs> so yeah i mean um just to rewind a little bit it's it's crazy because like you said there was the woman who's part of the administration he she was the one interviewing people she didn't even know how bad it was and you know he asked how many levels is it and she's like it's there's 200 levels and that's it well when the change happened they woke up on level 202 i believe and when he woke up found that she had hung herself because she at this point she didn't even know she knew she was pretty much screwed she's like well, how many levels does this thing have she thought it was 200 they woke up to level 202 and then he started thinking about it more rational which she was doing which is like hey you know what if from level one they ration food this can go all the way down if you ration but also i took i, I kind of thought about this in a different way it's kind of like social class the higher level you're in yeah. these are the these are the rich people yeah. and what kind of made me start thinking about that is when he was with the old guy which i forgot what the old guy name is I'm, it's something like tiramisu or something to that effect but when he the the main character was trying to talk to the people below him respectfully he's like fuck those people and he started pissing on them mm-hmm. the old guy i don't know if you remember that yeah, part and I'm like, this is like, this is like life. Like the people on top are always trying to sh- shit or piss on the people below them, regardless of what their level is. And it's, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of socialism in this and stuff like that. So it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like I said, it's, it's a lot of levels to this movie when you really sit down and break it down and they're all great. Like whoever wrote this movie, they I, I can't I I'll be looking out for them. I need to search to see what else they've written because it was great and like this movie was done with like little to no budget and it makes sense because you, you got to think like they probably honestly just had one room and they just re, redressed it every scene um I'm sure the bulk of their budget was was the food. payroll and, ca- and catering. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because oh, and the food when it starts looks amazing. Um, it does. And we get like one scene with like the cook and he like a hair gets in it and and shit like. Really, I missed that. Yeah, it was one scene where they like showed the people who were preparing the food and before they sent it down, I guess who was supposed to be the main chef found a single hair and he's going through looking at the other people and like putting it up against their head to see whose hair it is and he gets pissed off because like you would think like they're descending it in this prison who would give a fuck if there's a hair in their food right now but he's like pissed off about it and i think he smacks him but um it, this movie is just it's great like i hate to i i, I it, it's one of those things that you have to see it's hard to sit down and break it down without giving too much away and i know we're, we're spoilers right. we have no problem talking about that but even us talking about it with full spoilers it really doesn't do the movie justice because you have to see the way that our and our main character goes through such a transformation like you see him when mm-hmm. he starts off and he's really like oh well this can work this and then by the end like He's hitting people upside the head with pipes when they get out of line. He's ready to go full militant. Um, what did you think, though, about how they 
they depicted like each one of his cellmates after they died, like playing into his psyche when he would sleep. What did you think about that? I love that actually because that gave a, again a, 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 you said it before, but this movie has so many layers. It gave another layer that like all these people who his cellmates they're still in his in his brain and they're still talking to him and it just adds another layer to not only his character but just the film altogether. Um, one thing we didn't talk about is everybody who comes into this experiment, they're allowed one item to bring into it. Like you said, the woman brought in her dog. The older gentleman brought in like a knife. He chose to bring in a book. My question to you is what if you were to, you know, go into this endeavor, what would be your one item you could you would choose to bring in with you? Oh, what would be my one item? Like having full knowledge of this movie after the fact now would be like a metal baseball bat or some shit. Uh beforehand, yeah. like if somebody just told me, Hey, you're gonna go to this place, uh, we'll give you whatever you want after thirty days, whatever, I probably would have brought a book too, honestly, just to pass the time. Yeah. Yeah, same concept here. Um, if I knew it was gonna be something like this, I would have definitely bought some sort of weapon. Um, definitely. Yeah. Um without that, probably like, you know. A month supply of Jergens or something. You don't want to. You don't want to chafe while you're there. You know. You don't want to, <laughs> exactly. You don't want to chafe. Um. So ultimately, like the ending of this movie, uh, with him and uh Barut or Basat, but Barat. However, Barat. You're to say I think his name was Barat. Yeah. Um. What do you think? But before you go to the end, what do you think about their their um plan of and basically what the plan was is they're like you know what we're gonna stay on this bitch because they were at level six yeah. which is pretty high up and they're like we're gonna stay on it we're not gonna feed anybody in the first 50 levels because they've eaten well already over the last couple of days we'll start feeding people at 51 but we're gonna portion it and in their head also they were thinking there's 250 levels because yeah. uh, the main character had counted the clicks mm -hmm. what he didn't take into account was if both people on the platform are dead the thing doesn't stop. Uh, yeah. So it's really more than 250, but he didn't know that. But what do you think about that idea? How would you have gone about it? Is this the best way? I think that they, they did the best that they could with it. Like, um, honestly, I think that was a, a pretty good plan uh, for the knowledge that they had. My only thing is, is that <laughs> you're at level six, man. And he, I think at that point, like the main character only had like what another, uh, that was like his last 30 days in that, in that thing. It was going to be his last 30 days. I would have been like, fuck it. When I get out of here, that dice. when I get out of here, I'll bring all awareness I can to what you guys are going through in here, but I'm getting the fuck out of here. Man. That's all I'm going to say. I'll be like, yo, I'm going to eat fucking good yeah. right now. And then my last 30 days, whatever I eat now will make me survive the last 30 days. Yeah. But nah, he want to play hero and he want to get the message across yeah. and all this shit. Fuck that. Like you said, I'll get the message across after I leave here. Yeah, exactly. But if I had to do this on a serious note, I had to do this and like I'm talking about like your life depends on it. Mm -hmm. I I would have taken somewhat of a similar approach except rather than rational food, honestly, and I, I know this sounds crazy and I promise you I'm not crazy. I would have literally just killed everybody. I would have went down level to level and kill people. Anybody that approached me, I would kill. I wouldn't just go there and kill them, but I would, I would, I would, um, if they approached me, I would just kill them. Now, if I was, this is if I was the main character, if I was someone that's going to be in there for the next year or eight months or 10 months, mm -hmm. I would go in there and just killing people and just try to kill as many people as possible. Yeah. As bad as that sounds, now you take that because you find out that it originally started with 333 floors times two people, mm -hmm. 666. So, I didn't that's think about that. 
Yeah, that's yeah. where they got that. So now, if you a lot of people are gonna end up dying after the first month or two months, half those people are probably more than half is already dead. So you go by killing people. Hopefully, within like three four months, you're down to like a number where that food can probably be sustainable, even if everybody's binging on it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, it's 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 one of those things that it's like you can say all day what you think you do in that situation, but it's it's difficult to put yourself in that mindset because until you're hungry, you don't yeah. know what you're capable of. Right. Um, so the idea of killing everyone is a great idea, but it's like, all right, you eventually will run out. of it. There's going to be somebody stronger than you, which they kind of yes. ran into or more prepared or more equipped or whatever. Um, it's just, you know, that is, that is a point of, of sending the message by killing everyone on the floors below you, because then it's like, all right, what are you guys going to do? And I love the way that this movie ended because we really don't know what happened to the main character, but we'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're playing with solid and I like how they went down with like a, a straight strong arm plan. And then like the older black guy was like, this is what you guys need to do. You need to try to do this first and then smack them upside of their head, which they did try. And it was pretty successful on a lot of floors until they got to the people who were really desperate that you have to use force. So it, it all made sense there. Um, but we do get back into the, the, the lady who was going floor to floor looking for this theoretical daughter that we didn't know. Was, I think her name was Minaru, if I'm not mistaken. We didn't know if she, if the daughter was actually a real thing or she was hallucinating because of the lack of food. We do sure. find out the daughter ends up being real. Uh, first, before that, he sees the woman being killed. Like, there's some guy just going batshit crazy, stabbing the yeah. shit out of her. Um, and you would think that, all right, that was going to happen eventually because you can only pull your card so long. But it turns out, they did find this little girl. I forgot what floor she was on, and she was just hiding underneath a bed. No telling how long she was there. What did you think about turning the little girl ultimately into what they said was the message? What did you think about that? Yeah, so like you said that uh, from earlier, the um the black guy, I, I don't know what his name was. Like he was like the 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 wisdom, the, you know, the wise man or whatever you want to call him. And he was like, listen, you need to get something that represents the message. And at first, that message was the panacotta. They're like, if we eat everything, but we cannot eat the panacotta. That's the message because what they wanted was they wanted the platform to go all the way to the bottom level. Which at that point we didn't know what that was, but they wanted that when all this was done and they send the platform back up to level zero, there was still something there to show like, hey, we didn't eat all the food, like we're gonna do this, the, which they call the message. And that's what they were trying to do the panna cotta. But then they saw the kid and the kid was clearly hungry. So they gave the kid to eat the panna cotta and mm -hmm. the kid became the message. And um, yeah, I was, throughout the movie, I had a film where the kid would pop up eventually, mm -hmm. but just the way it was done and just us talking about this right now, just to take, take a step back, I can't remember the last time that a movie came out that was such a, it caused so much talk and so much, and I'm sure anyone that sees this film and talks to somebody else that's seen it, it's going to generate the same types of conversation that we're having because, and that's what I, uh, films like this I love because it generates that talk. Things like Shutter Island and um, Inception and, and Memento you mentioned earlier and things like that. I love movies like this that generate conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that's that's what ultimately like um I think that people socialize the most around food, which is like a big part of this movie, but also around things like TV or or movies, things that get people started and people can have a different perspective on it. Um and so like this definitely does that. Uh I think the ending like leaves so much to be like, all right, what happened? Like I love movies that don't have definitive endings sometimes. Like I don't like it when like 
some movies don't have definitive endings just because it seems like the the writers got lazy or whatever. But when it when it doesn't have a definitive ending purposely to leave you to think and leave you wondering what the fuck is going to happen after this. Like our main character, we see him walking off. We don't know. Like he's at this point almost at the bottom level. Like we don't know if he's still going to get out on time because of what what he pulled and what he did. But more than that, we don't even know what happened to the little girl. We don't even know if she made it. Like all we see is the platform going fast down these. For all we know, they could have sent her to her death. Yeah, because we see the platform like going back up to level zero. But like you said, for all we know, she got to level zero. They're like, "Oh, what are you doing here? Break her neck." Exactly. That's it. So I, um, I, I understand the ending where they they want to leave it open and kind of for your interpretation. But I really wish I would like to know what happened to the little girl yeah. and what happened to him. Does he walk into another room and they just shoot him in the head? Yeah. Or does he get his diploma? Is this legit? Like, I, I, you know, there's still unanswered questions here. But again, I understand why they did, uh, how they ended, why they ended it this way, in a uh, you know open, you know, quote unquote platform. And this is uh, what I want to say is this is where this is why things and platforms like Netflix are so important because if there had not been a Netflix or VOD or whatever, we probably never, seen, never seen this movie, right? Or this would have been one of those movies I, that somebody had on tape and then like. The tape gets passed around. Of course, it may never get to you, but only a handful of people ever find out about it. It This movie was amazing. And, you know, for people who can't get past foreign language, we've talked about it before. I used to be one of those people until I got older. This is one of those movies that, honestly, it didn't even bother. Like, I, usually the, the people's lips and the mm-hmm. mouth, the, the words not being quite right really gets to me. I, did, I was so engulfed in what was happening. Oh, you watched the attention. dubbed? Yeah, yeah, dub. yeah. No, I, I you just watched the watched... subtitles? Yeah, the, here's the thing. Like for me, watching foreign films is extremely easy. Um, for those who don't know, I was born in New York, but my background is Guyanese, which is in South America from Guyana. But our ancestors were Indian, so my culture they watch a lot of Indian movies, and every Indian movie mm-hmm. has subtitles. So I grew up with subtitle movies. So when I watch when I watch a film and it has subtitles, it's like second nature to me because I've I've been doing it since I was like five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so regard all it all it is is just a different language from Hindi to Spanish or Korean or whatever. So international movies, foreign movies, have never been an issue. But going back to the platform, like you said, if we didn't have something like Netflix or VOD, we would never see this. But which is, I'm telling you this right now, and I know I've been making some bold predictions. This film is going to get nominated for something in in one of the awards for. I'm not saying they're going to win, but they're going to get nominated for the foreign category because. This movie is so small and so indie-like, but the buzz being generated is crazy. It's like, although after I saw this movie, I was like, oh, you know what? I wish like there was like, you know, other reviews I can check out or, or breakdowns, you know, usually have breakdowns. I went on YouTube and there was like 15 videos. And this is, remember the movie just came out like two days ago. So I'm sure there's going to be more and more in the next upcoming weeks. So I was surprised by the actual, um, Buzz behind it. Not only that, apparently Collider came did a breakdown of this movie six months ago, which I didn't even know. Yeah, and it did. It did air at a film at a, the Toronto uh, Film Festival in that was in 2019. So that was like either late last year, or like mid last year. So this movie's been circulating circulating through like critics. Like the, this movie has been pre- apparently pretty well known amongst critics. As I listened to another podcast in which they said like they've been wanting dying to talk about this movie for like three months or so and so it's like i'm glad that it came out i'm glad that people are talking about it but this is definitely going to be one that i don't know if it like netflix movies really don't win a lot of awards we saw what happened to the what 
Come on, bro. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That was a bad reaction. Yeah. They don't win, but they get nominated. But yeah, they get winning. nominated. They get nominated, right, but right. they don't win a lot of awards. But I can definitely see a nomination coming for this. Um, you know, I mean, as of right now, it's the best, uh, best international film of 2020. So, yeah, 100%. I agree so, with that. And, you know, I think that Parasite winning is, go- is going to have a new. Um, respect for international films and so hopefully that continues i'm not saying that this isn't at the level of parasite like this is not nearly as great as the movie's parasite i would never say that but hopefully that it catches some of that buzz of people now being more open to seeing foreign films so i want to make one statement and then i want to ask you a question we always talk about i know we don't really give two shits but we always talk about tomato meter and we know like the critics are super harsh on tomato meter would you agree absolutely what do you think the, the rating for, for this movie is? They don't have an audience score, just a tomato meter score. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like 85%. 84%. Wow. Which is, for tomato meter, they're really critical. Yeah. That's really high. Now, my question to you is, you brought up Parasite. Do you see similarities between this movie and Parasite in the same terms of social class and things like that? Yeah, I mean, Levels? especially, because like, I hadn't thought about it in the social class aspect, but it definitely... Definitely, if you if when you when you paint it in that light and decide to look at it from that perspective, it definitely has some of the same themes that Parasite has as far as like class and everything. What's funny is that this is this is a Spanish film. This film is its original language is is Spanish, but it goes to show that um, classism is a thing in every culture, no matter where Mm -hmm. you are. And it's one of those overarching themes that can be that's universal. Right. Everyone understands high class low class and being in the middle like everyone understands that to to a degree so this is one of those films that it, it i think can speak to almost anyone yeah and that, like you said doesn't matter where you're from what language you speak this social classes exist in every country in every language it's just, just the way it is but yeah man i mean uh, if you ha- if you haven't seen this movie or haven't heard it i'm telling you i know we 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 gave you spoilers, but here's the thing. Even if you see, this is one of the films that even if you know the spoiler, it doesn't really matter because it, it, it's not like, a, oh, you're trying to figure something out at the end. Mm-hmm. No, no. The only major spoiler there is we really haven't given any major spoilers because it's just something you have to watch. There's no yeah. spoil. There's nothing to spoil. It's just you just have to watch the film. Yeah. Well, that's it, man. I got nothing else on this film. I think, uh, well, we got to give our ratings. Uh, so what's your rating for this one? So um, just talking in terms of 2020 movies, uh, we've gotten a lot of crap. So just going based off that standard, um, you know, I like to go off of uh, five stars, which I usually do. Um, for this one, I'm going to go ahead and rate this four out of five stars. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Um, the cycle, I know it's it, the genre is horror, which we've talked about this over and over. I don't know why sh- this how is this horror? I don't know. But this is more thriller, psychological thriller to me. But, yeah, I, I have to go ahead and give it four four stars. Definitely. Yeah. How about I, you? I think for me, it's. um. I can't give it a I can't give it a four. And the reason why I can't give it a four is I think there's they didn't over explain, but there are some things that I think could have benefited from being explained a little bit more in the movie. Um, So I, I a three solid three and a half for me. Yeah, I was contemplating back and forth on a three and a half or four. But um, in the end, I went with four because. Um, yeah, certain things were, were kind of lackluster. We didn't get a lot of substance and story from the guy, his backstory. And a, a lot of these characters wouldn't get much backstory. It was just a then and now. But I, because of the concept being so strong and all the different elements in the film, that's why I went with four star. But yeah, three and a half, four star, that's that's pretty much par. Yeah. 
Um, well, that's it, bro. Uh, I, I think this is a, one of the better films that I've seen on Netflix in a while, especially that I didn't have any like expectations or awareness of beforehand. So um, really glad that we got to talk about it. Thank you for pointing that out to me. Uh, I think uh, next up we do have Spencer. Oh, it's not Spencer Knows Best. It's been off of that. Spencer Confidential <laughs> is the name yes. of it uh, with the characters from Spencer Knows Best. Coming up next, Bloodshot. And then we're really at this point. We're at the behest of what kind of ever comes out on Netflix and stuff until like theaters come back. So for that, our listeners, our viewers on YouTube, if you have any movies that you want to suggest that we watch and review, we are completely open to during this time, especially with social distancing and until we get back on track um, with with uh, with newer releases. So uh, reach out to us. Send us any uh, any suggestions there. Uh, But other we'll, we'll always Content is not a problem here. As if you can't right. tell, me and JB never are, are going to be uh, hard to come up with content. But uh, JB, any parting words? If not, give them your social media and let's get the hell out of here. I uh, know uh, you want to. Uh, you want us to uh, maybe not for the next one or two episodes, but for the future, you want us to throw up a poll out there. Yeah, let's put up. A, um, let's not. The thing is, I really would like to open it up to some maybe some suggestions of things we don't even okay. use. So put up a poll. With three, and leave the fourth option as other for people to put in suggestions. You got it. We'll talk about uh, off uh, off air. We'll talk about what those three options are going to be, and then we'll put other so someone can you know people can put in their own options. Absolutely. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, f- parting words: Go out and watch this film. Um, it's on Netflix. There's no excuse for you not to watch it. It's freaking Netflix. Everyone has Netflix. Um, and there's other you know other. I'm sure it's on other um, streamings and shit like that. Anyway, I can be reached on Twitter at the P1JB at T-H-E-P1JB. and of course I can be found on Facebook as well. And Hayes is going to talk about our Facebook group and all that good stuff yes you can follow me personally before we get into that at ceo hayes a ceo h-a-i-z-e you can follow us collectively at the film bros pod you can uh follow our our facebook discussion group at the film frequency podcast i think is the way that the full one is or just the film frequency search it you'll find us make sure you look for us on youtube as well um lastly if you want to send us any feedback questions comments concerns that is the film frequency pod at gmail.com where you can send those suggestions and anything else going in i would like to see some more interaction as we keep going uh with our listeners and our viewers so uh we're open and we will definitely play your content and speak on anything you send us so do that uh going forward but other than that that's it for this week we're out this motherfucker peace peace it's all love Vegetables, fresh fruit and whole wheat I'm from the old school My household smell like soul food, bruh Curry falafel, barbecue tofu No fish though, no candy bars, no cigarettes Only ganja, fresh squeezed juice from oranges Exercising daily to stay healthy And I rarely drink water out the tap Cause it's filthy Lentil soup is mental fruit And ginger root is good for the use Fresh vegetable with them ital stew Sweet yam fries with the green hallelujah Careful how you season and prepare your foods Cause you don't wanna lose vitamins and